Welcome back to Let's Try Roleplay. This is the first episode of our side campaign we're doing. Uh, it's called Sprocket 7. I'm Henry, your DM. I'm Connor, and I'll be playing the part of Sprocket, the gnomish bard. I'm James, and I'll be playing Kwanka, the spectral warforged. I'm Robin, and I'll be playing Smokey, the tabaxi roof. And I'm Vijay, I'll be playing Raj, the dwarven cleric. to the east of everything that's been going on so far is a shining jewel of a city known as Cerulea. It's the capital and the, the biggest and brightest city in the eastern province of the Empire. It's not always been this way. In fact, it's only recently kind of become like that. It, most of its past, which is it's a fairly new city, has been one of crime and deceit and sort of the uh, secret underbelly of the world and that's what this story is part of and it's actually going to start with a young gnome um, walking towards the city gates we so how does what does he look like Connor hello there my name is Sprocket Springstone and I'm not going to I'm not going to do this whole description in this fucking voice Right. <laughs> Never mind. Right, hi. <laughs> and all, oh, yeah. So apologies to anyone Irish who's listening to this. They will fucking hate me. Anyway, gonna lose all our Irish listeners. So yes, I'm gonna be playing a character called Sprocket Springstone. He is a gnome. He is a bard. Um, we're all playing level five characters and. He's sort of lived a life of being in different bands. He, th- he thinks himself a bit of a rock star, but he's not really. He sort of lives the, you know, the the alcoholic liability in any band and has been kicked out of any band that he's ever been in. Um, he likes to lay with lots of women. That is much of what his motivation is. Money with lots of women. <laughs> what a way to put it. <laughs> money and women. Gets around. Bitches and money, exactly. Um, he, yes, yeah, so what else has he got in his backstory? He's a high-functioning alcoholic, so he doesn't do well when he's not got enough alcohol in him. He doesn't do well when he's got too much alcohol in him, but he's got a little, there's a little sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Where, he tries to stay in, yeah. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Um, he's, he's got a thing where he always makes inappropriate jokes. Um, if you can think of them. <laughs> he's motivated by money, but spends it all as soon as he gets it, so he's mm-hmm. always in debt. Mm-hmm. And I will be doing my best any time he does get any money that we do spend it. Mm-hmm. Um because he is that way with the ladies he deep in his brain he knows that he probably has many many children out there mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but he doesn't exactly want to meet them and it's yeah. a little bit of his worst nightmare meeting one of his children um he's yeah, yeah. so why is it that sprockets come out to the far east of the empire the eastern province 
So uh, I, f- I, I feel like he's, if he, I think he was over in the west side, was that? Yeah, he was in the west, um, kind of the, the west is the heart of the empire. Okay. Um, just for the listeners, uh, River's Edge and such is all in the middle province. And this campaign is taking place? In the east. 60 years prior? Yes, six, this is about 60, 70, maybe 80 years ago. Um, exactly how long ago, I haven't yet decided. Okay, um, but it's in a different time period. Yeah, it's in a different time period completely. Okay, um, and yeah, he's probably got a little bit of a name for being a little bit of a scoundrel, mm-hmm. um, and he's he's sort of on the watch lists and yeah. the yeah the uh, the newly the, the newly crowned twenty uh, sixth emperor has been cracking down hard on criminals in general because they've during the last reign gone a bit overboard. Um, gone a bit like the criminal underbelly of the empire has come out a little bit so there's a bit of a crackdown especially in the west um, and the middle provinces but the east is a bit of a everyone kind of knows it as a bit of a safe haven from all that it's further away from well the order of the gauntlet which is based in the western province so I think he's probably if you were to relate it to something he's probably somewhere between a kind of Han Solo and Peter Quell and so Tyrion mm. Lannister, maybe the somewhere in between those two, a bit of a scoundrel. Okay, but yeah, we shall see. So we kind of see him waiting in a short line to get in through the uh, the the eastern city gates, um, and he's accompanied um, by someone that massively, massively overshadows him. He's probably standing in the shadow of Clanker. This is long queue, Mister Sparkhead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I am playing a character called Clanker, although that is his nickname from Sprocket. Mm-hmm. I am playing a Warforged, yeah. um, who is inhabited by three ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> so he has a, cyclic per- a cycling personality. Um, his backstory is that uh, this Warforged was... Uh, def- well, this Warforged was engaged in combat with a party of three adventurers. Um... Gherkin, a full orc who is thick as pig shit. Um, <laughs> that is his defining characteristic. <laughs> he likes killing people. And then Isabella, who is was a rogue uh, female elf. And then also Quintin, who is a human mage, I think was. Yeah, he was. Wizard? No, wizard, not wizard, mage. Wizard, wizard, yeah. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, he was a wizard. And so how did they get locked into this Warforged body? They were fighting the Warforge, and Gherkin and and Isabella were both killed by the Warforge, but they managed to like damage it enough to the point where Quintin was able to like finally take it down. Mm-hmm. And then he used he was quite a powerful wizard, <laughs> a powerful wizard. But he um, <laughs> he used the wish spell mm-hmm. to try and bring his friends back, but it sort of like. It's a uh, wish like spell. Monkey hand sort of situation, mm-hmm. monkey finger spell situation, where he wished for it and it all sort of went to shit. And his, he died along with his both of his compatriots and their souls were sort of bound to the body of the Warforged. Mm-hmm. And um, now they just sort of inhabit it. And they take it in turns of who is in control of the, the yeah. Warforged. And when Gherkin's in control, like it's illuminated with green light. When Quen- Quinton is in, uh, is in charge, he's got like blue light and Isabella is yellow light. I really don't know how you're going to play this. <laughs> each of them have it's different um, voices. Each of them have a slightly different voice. This is ambitious. Can, yeah. can I ask, do they, are they aware that they're all They are this? all aware, yes. Yeah. So when the per- one person is in control, he can't contact the other two. 
but the other two sort of float like an ethereal ghosts bound to the top of, of thing. No one else can see them, yeah. but they are both able to talk to each other about how shit the other person is doing. Ah. <laughs> Mostly when Gherkin is in control. I just can't imagine them sitting in the warforce just like playing cards. Or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, I'll go, yeah, no, fuck. They've got an ongoing game of chess. <laughs> <laughs> well, am I black now or white? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so um, the two of you have just made your way to the front of this line and the guard very quickly, um, he's kind of not really paying much attention. Sorry, before, how, yeah, we haven't actually decided, how did Clanker and Sprocket Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of Sprocket's muscle. Mm. I'm his hired henchman. Yeah, how, yeah, actually, that's a good point. How did you two meet? I feel like in a... Just very quickly. I feel like in a bar fight. Yeah, I, I feel like maybe in a bar fight that Sprocket got into and then maybe Gherkin was Gherkin too was thick and just yeah. totally believed oh, no, Sprocket a... when he got, yeah, protect me. Oh yeah, no, there's a fight going on, Gherkin's involved. Like, yeah. And then probably a deal was made whilst Gherkin was involved and uh, 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 Quinton is incredibly intelligent and despises Sprocket. <laughs> um, but the money's good, but he, he was probably like, no, please not this guy, let's not work for this guy. <laughs> but um, the money's good, so that keeps him invested. Isabella likes doing sneaky shit and criminalistic stuff, so yep. that well, happens, well tends to happen yeah. a lot with Sprocket. So she's in, on board, and uh, Gherkin is actually quite loyal to Sprocket. I think he likes him. Just because he's that stupid. He's really thick, and Sprocket <laughs> like won him over quite yeah. easily. Yeah, so, um, so I, I, th I think, yeah, so they've probably been going about over the last while doing odd jobs together yeah, yeah, and whatnot. Cool. So yeah, you've made your way east together, and... Uh, I am currently Gherkin. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you made your way east together and you're entering in through this gate and you've made your way to the front of the queue and the guard kind of looks you over. She's like, yeah, go in. Doesn't seem to really care much about his job. Um, and <laughs> as you're walking in, like, it's a fairly... This city isn't fantastic. It's, all the buildings are kind of... The, the streets are quite closed. Um, and you, like, the sun, which is it's a very hot, warm day. Like, the areas outside are kind of like... Um, the kind of grass where it's... It's like a Spanish countryside, so it's green-ish, but it's also kind of arid at the same time. It's a very hot, hot day. Um, and posted all over this this big gate are loads of um, sort of flyers. There's some wanted posters up there for some local criminals. There's uh, probably some like oh, like posters like oh, work need like workers needed and this this and this in. Um, but one of the main things uh, that appears around this all the posters everywhere are about the fighting pits and mm -hmm. it's advertising fights that are going on um, in this fighting pits. It's the, the, the great tournament is like a big thing across the whole of the Empire. It's, it's how adventurers, which there's not too much adventuring to do nowadays, how they are able to fight against each other and prove their worth and become uh -huh. famous and get the good jobs um, is generally through the um, fighting pits and they're a big, big thing in Cerulea, you would uh, know this, the two of them okay. coming to this town. The, uh, the... Gherkin might not. Gherkin might not, yeah. <laughs> His intelligence the, um... is six, which means he can barely speak. Yeah, from the outside of the city, you'd have been able to see the very, very large castle, uh, kind of a palace, which has built into it a very large coliseum. Because um, okay. you were uh, the sort of newly crowned um, governor of the city, known as uh, Styrene, uh One second. Uh, Styrene Kidu um, is he's become recently the governor of the city okay. uh, recently a few hundred years ago um, he's an elf so he has a long 
uh, has a long life. So yeah, you would you'd know that Stirring Kido is a big, big fan. He's a big proprietor of these fights, and yeah. you probably heard a win that he doesn't spend a lot of his time doing his job and governor, spends more of his time. Does he's, he answer to the emperor? Yeah, he... he's he's not a very he's only the governor of this one city. Yeah, um, and the, his surrounding areas, not the whole province. This is the he's low down on the list, but he would answer to the emperor. Um, yeah. If the emperor ever came to the city, he'd be the one to greet him. But he right. doesn't spend a lot of his time doing his job. He spends most of his time gambling and watching fights so that he's set he's up. He's my crony guy. He would. He definitely <laughs> I would. I like this man. Um, but yeah, as you walk through this city, um, one poster seems to be plastered everywhere. Um, the nudes here. <laughs> XXX. No, specifically to Same do with nudes. a fight. Specifically to do with a fight. Um, okay. It is, is it a mud fight. <laughs> uh, there is advertising a very, very the champion known as Danton, the dragonborn from the south, the dragonborn warrior from the south, has found a new challenger. Is known as Thorkelson, a half orc. Um, and it seems to be bloody everywhere. Like, it's massive posters covering all the walls you can see. Come see this fight, fight of the century, massive one. Um, and yeah, so you see this as you're kind of walking through, and I'm assuming first stop for Sprocket would be a bar. Yeah, like absolutely. That. Yeah. There's Clanker, I, I don't know about you, but this guy looks pretty good. Do you think we could rally up some bets on this guy? I think, I think we could get a bit of money. Uh, it sounds like a good plan. Okay. Yes. You are can't there... read these posters. <laughs> <laughs> are, there, are there pictures of uh, the orcish guy as well? Yeah, he looks big. Like, uh, like... Puny so... half orc. <laughs> Not really. Like, he's... From what uh, Gherkin remembers um, of having a real body, this half orc's approaching the size of a full orc, but... But I'm a full orc, right? So yeah. I'm just racist. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, so, um, can I? Sorry, can I roll insight to think who I think would who would win? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, uh, eleven. Um, oh, the the half orc looks pretty big. Like, see the challenger. He's the challenger. Ooh, yeah, ooh. the the champion's uh, dragonborn, and he's he's a big bloke, but it's hard to tell a dragonborn. You probably know that. It's like kind of common knowledge that Dragonborn, once they grow, reach their full size, never grow any larger. Yeah. And if they become weaker or stronger, it's just that density that changes. So it's oh, hard okay. to tell from looking at Dragonborn because they're all muscular. Yeah. As fuck. Um, from no, he's still pretty muscular. He's just really light. <laughs> that's the thing. Um, so yeah, you make your way to a, a bar. Okay. Probably just any old one. Um, let's call it the uh, the. the, the Phantom Stein. Oh, you were going to say Menace then. I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah, you, you make your way into the Phantom Stein and it's kind of like a, it's, it's, it's a nice bar. It's, 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 not, it's not like the seediest, you're not going to get stabbed in it, but it's also not where the upper class are going to go. Okay. Um, so you make your way in and you walk up to the barkeep or... Yeah, absolutely. Gog! Yeah. Cool. Gog! <laughs> he looks at you and he's just like, he's a bit... Alright. Never seen one of... Well, what are you? Grog! Sure, sir. <laughs> That'll be a, a copper piece and he'll just kind of pour out some stuff from a bottle and hand it over to you. 
Mr. Sprocket, I don't have money. <laughs> oh shit, does Sprocket even Sprocket, have... Um, have 50 gold, so... I, I, I genuinely feel like Sprocket's no, convinced thing... Clank when Gherkin's in his, in his body, he's convinced him to let him hold on to his gold for him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, yeah, what, but I mean, one of Sprocket's thing is that he's always in debt. Yeah, you, I'd say on... on why why on... not? I've got an idea. Okay, yeah. I will make... Why do, have you seen this This big... The, oh, the Orcish bloke, I don't know what his name is. I mean, the yeah. Guy, uh, Thorkelson, yeah. He looks pretty good, doesn't he? He does. Uh, why I haven't not? seen him myself, but I've also seen uh, the, the champion fight. So, Have you? Yeah. Right, well, why not? Well, me, and, me and my friend Clanker here, we're thinking of setting up a little bet. A little why, bet? Why not you pay for a round of our drinks? <laughs> round of drinks? As, as a payment for a little bet that we might come up with. And if, and, if, and if you win, then we'll come up and we will pay for two rounds of drinks. So we'll, get, we'll, we'll, come, we'll pay you a gold piece. If your if your bet wins, roll, money. you're gonna need to roll persuasion with that one. That's fine. I I very deliberately created this character. Fifteen plus nine. That'll be. Oh, this guy. Twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah. I rolled, so full disclosure, I rolled a three. This guy's like, <laughs> all right. Uh, that sounds like a fair deal. A gold for drinks here is a lot of money. Did we you got yourself a deal. And he puts his hand out to shake yours. Yeah, no, absolutely. Cool, and he, he looks at you and He's says... definitely got some... <laughs> he looks at you and says, well, what are you drinking then? Right, I will have... Have you got a, have you got a ale in the house? What, 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 what's, your, what's your house ale? Uh, the uh, local brew is... Uh, <laughs> it's called... Uh, it's actually, well, it's... Uh, it's... Eastern IPA. India Pale Ale. It's called. Uh, uh, we've got a EPA. Brew it myself. Uh, Eastern Pale Ale. Oh, very nice. Kind of monster. <laughs> I love three of those. I he pours three out for you, and he's just and. As I'm assuming you take them to a table. Yep, absolutely. Me and Clanker go and find yeah. a nice table uh, and as, sit down. As you walk away, he's just like, I can't believe I'm going to go to gold for that. <laughs> Sucker. Um, he definitely is not getting gold for um, that. So you kind of sit down and you start to drink and you drink quite a lot. Yeah. Um, and as you're sitting there, you, you're looking around or anything or... What you yeah, what let's, let's, maybe having a wee chat with Clanker, but let, let's survey the local talent. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of look around, and this bar's well, it's, it's 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 dim. It's it's not the uh, it's not like brightly lit, and the fact is all the it's slightly brightly lit near us. I'm glowing green. Yeah, true. <laughs> <would be. laughs> but looking around, it's dim. But there's one thing that kind of like a shining beacon in this dark room. It's a young gnome woman. Oh, she's about maybe, uh, well, the gnome equivalent of twenty, whatever that is. So it's probably okay. like sixty or so. Interested. Um, <laughs> like... She's she's sitting kind of across the room from you. She's she's wearing this tight red dress and it's resting just above the knee, um, and it perfectly like matches her long. So purple this dress hair. is like one foot long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it perf it perfectly matches and complements her purple hair and matching lipstick. It's basically a bit wow. too. Her, <laughs> her legs are crossed over, kind of like sitting there, and she looks gives you a bit of a side eye and crosses her legs. Um, revealing knee-high leather boots that tie up at the side and show a little bit of skin all the way up from, up from the ankle. Um, and she, she sees you looking, she gives you a little smile, and kind of averts her eyes. 
looking forward to drawing this character. And she, uh... <laughs> yeah. No, I I take one look at Clanker, give him a look, give him give him the eye, uh, <laughs> grab my paint, down it, mm-hmm. and walk straight over. I can't oh, give uh, you the eye back. I can't move my face. <laughs> <laughs> so you get up and walk over to her, and the second you get up, she kind of shifts on the stool she's in to give you like it's kind of like a long bar stool, like a bench, and she kind of shifts in it to give you space to sit down next to her. Yeah. No, I, and I, br- I bring my two pints over with, with okay. me. Okay, you do that, yeah. Inside. Hello there. What, what you drinking? As I see them, him go over, I then go and sit down next to them as well. <laughs> <laughs> I should point out I'm six foot six. And, <laughs> and he's like short for a gnome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so she uh, kind of looks at you and she pretty much ignores Clanker. Um, she just goes... <laughs> I'm miming my cat <laughs> She uh, looks at you and she's like, well, why, hello there. How are you doing? I'm not, not bad a lot better now that I've seen, I've seen your face. What's your, uh, <laughs> cute. So, uh, what's, what's, what's your name? Well, my name, my name is Sprocket. I'm, I've, I've come from, a, from, cro- I'm across west. I've, I'm uh, just into the town. Are you, are you local? Uh, I guess you could say that, yeah. You've got to tell me a little bit about the town. I mean, uh, I'm sure I'd love to show you around the town. Oh, I think I know what you mean uh, by that. My name's uh, Spark. Spark. Spark Twinkles. Spark Twinkles. Yeah. How much did you charge? (laughs) (laughs) No, this this is like a fairly like ordinary gnome name. Because, yeah, it's like a common, I mean, you're called Sprocket. Yeah. So like Spark Twinkles is a fairly common, like fairly nice mm. female gnome name. Oh, well, <laughs> Twinkles, you say. <laughs> Twinkles, you say. Well, yeah. I can see them in your eyes. <laughs> she gives you like a little giggle and a smile. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like, that's, that's, that's irony, Clanker. Fuck's sake. Yeah, she uh, she kind of looks just like you know you're a bit of a charmer. I can tell. Oh, I don't I don't mean it. it it's just I, I I guess it just oozes off of me. Yeah, I can tell. So, uh, how long are you in town for? Well, look, the, the thing is, well, there's, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you like, but the p- people across in the Western Kingdoms are, they're, they're looking for me. So I'm a little bit on the, on the run, you might say. Oh wow! Never would have. Ooh. We're bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's continu- She's very, very graciously continuing to ignore everything. <laughs> um, I'm not she, re- she even looking looks- at her. I'm just like <laughs> drinking my coffee straight up. She looks at you dead in the eyes, like her eyes giving like a bit of a purple twinkle. Okay. Um, she says, I do like a bad boy. <laughs> and she gets up, downs one of the pints that you've got, and walks away, giving you a bit of a look over her shoulder. You just lost the pint. <laughs> oh, she drank my pint. She drank your pint in one. Oh. She, so she gives. She goes to walk upstairs, giving you a look over your shoulder, her shoulder. This is making me so uncomfortable. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely, Sprocket would absolutely one hundred percent follow. So yeah, no, Sprocket's gonna grab his pint, down mm-hmm. it, and follow on. And Gherkin gets up to follow. So <laughs> the uh, the cat. The, the screen goes to black. The girl can go up with them. We do not know. <laughs> um, but, so, the next morning. Ooh. What's the first thing that Sprocket would do when he wakes up? Get really freaked out by the fact well, that he's still there. If, if, he, if he wakes up, is, is Fine Spark, is she in the bed next to She's him? nowhere to be seen. 
does, does Sprocket use Gherkin like a metronome? So it's like, to help him with his rhythm. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, I assume like Gherkin that, went metro? into the cupboard. Metronome, yeah. yeah. A metronome! <laughs> yeah. I assume Sprocket, like, Clanker goes in the cupboard or something and shuts down. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so creepy. No, I think, well, I, I don't know, but does this, this happen to Sprocket often? I don't imagine. Probably Sprocket's not. Sprocket's thing is that you get, you he know, leaves first. he'll, he'll, like, yeah, yeah, as soon as, as soon as he can possibly wake up, he'll run away. So, they, uh, yeah, so the next surprising. morning, Clanker probably comes out of the cupboard in mm. bright blue colours. Um, he's turned <laughs> into Quentin. Quentin. Um, <sighs> And what do you do? What the fuck are we doing here, Sprocket? Oh, shit! Well, fuck, it's not Gherkin anymore. Now you're here. <laughs> I don't know. Well, what do we always do? Hopefully getting paid. I'm doing your fucking accent! <laughs> <laughs> How do I do posh English? Hopefully getting paid. Oh, Jesus Christ. You've got to, like, actually squirt, like, you screw up your nose. Yeah, you have to be scrubbed you up. You piece of shit. Well the, t- the t- well, the thing is, I know you would have heard us last night. We've got a little. I, t- I think that we're going to be getting a little bit of money out of this city. We've seen the whole things about the fighting rings. Yes. You don't. You don't sound particularly enthused, mind you. You. You never really sound particularly enthused. No, because I have to spend most of my life with you. Oh, you're a miserable cunt, aren't you? Right. Anyway, <laughs> let's go. So Sprocket tries to open the door, and yeah. it won't open. Fucking hell. Right, and I... from behind you, as you try the door, you hear, Now, uh, don't be leaving that quick. We've got a bit of a... bit of business to talk about. Is this the female gnome? Yes. Standing oh, behind you. Fuck. What you turn you around and you see Spark wearing the same dress as she did last night, pointing a wand directly at the two of you. I now I uh, if I were <laughs> that is my question. you, I don't want to. There's no need for violence here. We just need to have a quick chat, don't we, Sprocket? Oh yeah. Look, okay. if he owes oh, child support, we can fix it. We've done it lots of times. <laughs> she she laughs at that and she says, "Oh, it's nothing like that." Sprocket, I work for a company that, well, an organization that you owe a lot of money. Oh. And this, well, I've got Fuck, it's this game again. I just find I've this really hard. I've got an idea of how uh, you can pay us back. Oh, I, I don't know, was I not good enough last night? Oh, fuck. <laughs> she, gives you a, she, she gives you a ring. She gives you a wink. It's just like, oh, don't worry, you were. So I'm off, I'm off free then? No. Um, oh, and the screen once again goes to black. <laughs> so... I love this so much. <laughs> Sprocket is told, basically, gather a team, and he's given a list of people in this town to go and fight. Oh First on the list is, um, just it just says Smokey. Smokey. <laughs> so, Smokey, whereabouts would you be in the town? What would you be doing at this right. time? What is in the town? Um, imagine kind of like a seedy medieval like seedy renaissance town like there's bars everywhere there's gambling dens there's all that kind of stuff really. is there anything is there like a town hall is there anything worth stealing there's definitely some stuff worth stealing mm. um you haven't you you haven't been here too long you're also running from the law you've maybe been here but you've been here a bit longer than sprocket 
Um, but yeah, you probably know of some some big big uh, nobleman's house that you're probably trying to steal something from at this point. Mm-hmm. So, but probably... you're running from the law as well. <laughs> How old are you? Seven. <laughs> <laughs> so you're. Uh, we probably see. We probably see Smokey, uh, walking, snaking through a small alleyway next to the house she's just robbed. Oh, I was gonna have a plan for the house. Oh, gonna... uh, this yeah, this is just like a. In... <laughs> that was fine. Yeah. So and so, what does she look like? So Smokey is uh, is a she, yeah. Is a she? Cool, yes. Yeah. Smokey, otherwise known as Jade Smoke Mountain, but gets called Smokey by her parents, is seven, um, seven years old. She started young. Um, <laughs> she is a tabaxi, so she's a wee cat. Um, oh my god, what do I have to say? Um, just what she looked like. So. I went a bit in depth into this. So, Google a black-footed cat for the All type right. of coat that she's got. So it's kind of like grey-ish with like black. Sort oh, of we're stripes. all googling it. Okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, googling. I'm googling it now. Yeah. I got shown it. With kind of like black stripes. It is the deadliest cat in the world, apparently. Sixty percent kill rate. And it's Damn. literally this one of the smallest cats in the world. It's a kill to death ratio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's very cute. But yeah, she is a rogue, um, specialising in just being a sneaky little person. Um, very young kids. She lived with a tribe of her fellow tabaxi. Um, she was from quite a big litter of kittens. There was about nine of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so her parents had a lot on their plate. And whenever she said to them, I want to go adventuring, they were like, yeah, we're too much to deal with these anyway. So she's gone adventuring and plans mm-hmm. to return back one day with tales of her good mm-hmm. deeds. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really care about possessions. Tales of her good deeds. Oh, <laughs> yeah, a little cheeky What a thing. catastrophic <laughs> joke. <laughs> so um, Tabaxi are actually native to the eastern province. Um, it was, uh, it's only been taken in as part of the uh, the empire as part during the Dragonborn War many years ago. Before which it was kind of just like a a, a native like native land of mm-hmm. quote unquote barbarians, nomad tribes, some small cities and stuff. So, but you were welcomed into the empire. Just this is all just stuff you'd know. But yeah, just to say. So we see her kind of sneaking along through this little alleyway. She probably got a bag of goods. She's just like rich and like coins and such. She's just stolen. So Tabaxi really. So she's not obsessed with wealth mm-hmm. as such. She loved collecting random shit. Okay. Like random like <laughs> Then yeah. It's just ra- you probably got some like you probably got some family paintings, like yeah. family portraits, a candle, but not the candle holder. <laughs> like three spoons, um, a tea towel, and three pieces of coal from the fireplace. She's pr- she's and a pretty- toilet plunger. Yeah. She's pretty new to this place, so she's like Trying to learn as much as she can yeah. about like customs and stuff, and she'll throw it. She'll throw it all away when she's learned about it. Mm-hmm. So she just kind of takes things and has yeah. a look at it for a while, keeps it, and then chucks it. Cool. So um, it. as we see her Crazy. sneaking along through, you as you're sneaking along, like probably underneath some garbage cans and some like uh, just kind of alleyway detritus. Top cat. Yeah. <laughs> um, you turn this small corner and you bump into someone that's actually a little bit smaller than you, Sprocket. You're standing right in front of her. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I, I didn't see you there. Hello there. I'm sorry. I, I'm looking for someone. If you could please just move out. My, I've got a very important job to do. Uh, okay. I don't know. 
And in fact, I don't, I don't know. You might be able to help me. Are you, are you local? And um, have you seen many of my kind about? Um, no, I've not. I, I, I no, I don't. I don't think. I don't. Then, then no, I'm not. I, I've only really come here about a few days ago. Um, I was just having a wee look around, just seeing what I could see and what would be good to learn about. And um, I really need to go. I've, I've got some stuff I need to drop off back All home. Right. So um, I'll, I'll, I'll be seeing you later. All right, I clank, clanker. I, I don't think Smokey's For around here. Sake, if you call me clanker <laughs> one more time, I swear to God, I'm going to kick you. Yes, I t- I'm, so- I'm sorry, we must go, but I'm looking for someone called Smokey, but I don't- Obviously, you're not from around here, so you won't fucking know, will you? Stop I, I, bothering I, the small child, I, Jesus. I, I don't know what that word means. Um, what, what is it you want with Smokey? Smokey, well, I, I don't- I, To be honest, we're probably looking to get her killed. It's just <laughs> fucking awful living with this man. <laughs> I, I, I told you we were lost. I told you we were lost. We should have asked for directions back there. Why does no one ever want to ask um, for directions? Uh, um, uh, who, who are you? Oh, my, my, Jesus Christ. You little I toy. am an ethereal ghost forever bound to the body of this fucking machine. I have to hang around with this short round. Mr. Ethereal Ghost, it's, it's nice to meet you, sir. My name is Quentin, young child. Don't worry. Lovely to meet you, Mr. Quentin, ethereal ghost. A pleasure's all mine. Sprocket, let's get the fuck out of here. As you heard, my name is Sprocket. I'm... I don't know, I'm, 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 I'm a bit of a big shot. But, but I don't know, I, I'm always... <laughs> but uh, it, if you know anybody called Smokey, then I guess you, you could be of some use. But apart from that... Can I do an insight check to that? Go to the for big it, yeah. shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a bluff. <laughs> Please contest Can I contest that with <laughs> deception? Yeah, go for it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <It's a cool laughs> I got a 20! Yes! <laughs> 20 versus a 1! Even you don't believe it! <laughs> oh, oh, so, even so, my plus 6 oh would help god! There. So, Smokey, you can kind of tell that... I mean, he's not looking for Smokey for any bad reasons. Uh-huh. He's just trying to find whoever whoever he he just wants to know who Smokey is. Also, doesn't know who they are. You were able to tell he is not a big shot. Yeah, he's not a big shot. So I like to think that I don't care about Sprocket, but Clanker. I'm like, what is this? I want it. Shiny, shiny, shiny. He's so shiny. He's he's big enough. You could climb him. Mister um, Quentin Ethereal Ghost, sir. Um, I'm Smokey. Ah, wonderful. What the fuck? We're going to get a child killed. This is great. I love it. This is oh fuck. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm not a child, sir. I, I've left my home. They, they said I could oh, go. You're to... very small for an adult. What age are you, I, I, child? I, I, I'm well. I think I've got a bit more going for me than you do, sir. Oh, 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 On that, the screen goes dark. <laughs> on a high five. The, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, Connor here. Hope you're enjoying listening to the episode. We had a lot of fun recording this campaign and we're really, really chuffed that you guys are listening to it. This is your chance to go and do something else for a bit, so why not you contact us on social media and tell us what you think of what you just heard. Um, if you guys want to contact us, then we've got a Facebook page where you can go and like. We've got a Twitter account, which is at Let's Try Roleplay. 
Um, you could even tell us what you think by emailing us. Uh, let's try roleplay at gmail.com. At the moment, we're releasing things once per week, but we've got a lot of stuff we want to share. So hopefully in the near future, we're going to be able to ramp that up to twice per week. Please go and tell all your friends about us as well. Um, it's one of the only ways that we can get our name out there. Um, so that would be great if you could do that. It would help us a lot. Um, and yeah, go enjoy the rest of the episode. See you later. The next, the screen, we have a Star Wars style screen wipe. Oh, um, <laughs> and we see a, a cleric, uh, well, a man carrying a holy symbol around his neck. Uh, what, would, what, would, what would Raj be doing at this point, VJ? Can we, can we introduce VJ? This is a very special campaign. We have our very good friend VJ with us, who is not new to D&D. You've played a few games before, haven't you? Hi, BG Tech. I mean, sorry. <laughs> uh, I've played a little bit of D and D. Good, good. Can't say, can't say I'm too uh, invested in it just yet, but I'm sure you will be now. <laughs> yeah, you definitely will be. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! So tell us about your character. So, uh, is that with or without the accent? Without for now. Without. Yeah, right. Let's keep that as a nice racist yeah. surprise. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just, just. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> So Raj Karimo, <laughs> so so named because, you know, this poor hill dwarf, he was an orphan, he was dropped off by his parents because he only had one testicle. They said, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't even that big, so they thought it was a girl for so long, you know, it was raised a couple of years. Come from. What? You know, 10, 20 years, and his parents realized, hang on a minute, what is this? Oh my god, he's a freak? Get him out of here. So, they uh, took him to the city, just left him there, and then uh, <laughs> the poor priests, the poor fellow clerics at the local monastery picked this poor single bald dwarf up, and uh, the only thing he could say, because he is not not as stupid as uh, as Clank, Clanker. as Gherkin, yeah, as Gherkin, but you know he's he's a He's got a few screws missing. <laughs> and, uh, the only thing he told them when they fed him was, Karimor, Karimor. So that's when they decided to name, oh, Raj Karimor. So natural. It's the best of Karimor stuff. Like, Karimor stuff. So, uh, what, what would Raj be doing at this point in the city? What would he... So, he's working yeah. as a cleric, obviously. A cleric, you know, religious guy, praying to the emperor all the time. <laughs> but you find him in this monastery, he's supposed to be, you know, taking people's <laughs> confessions, but every time someone goes to con... Sorry, sir, I have something to confess, please listen to me. All they can hear is, like, slurping noises and just massive, like, stench of curry everywhere! <laughs> He's just eating curry in the, in the confession box, man. He's just a bit of a daft guy. So Raj is. I guess this character was created about five minutes ago. Yeah. And we were, we were also a little bit of a disclaimer that VJ is in fact Indian. Yeah. So this is not I am a person of Indian origin, so that gives me extensive rights to make fun of my own culture. <laughs> this is not cultural appropriation in any way. 
Right. So, so Raj is, oh, uh, is sitting, taking multiple confessions during this day, and uh, the last person's gone off, and he's waiting for the next person to come in, and uh, he's sitting on the other side of this confessional box, and there's like the grating, and as he's there, he hears the door open, and in kind of stomps, you actually hear two sets of footsteps. You hear one big clunk, something sat down on the other um, side, and you hear, you see like a slight yellow light coming through oh, nice. <laughs> this, um, this, this, the grating. What do you say? Oh my god, the Lord is talking to me. I get on my knees. <laughs> I put the curry aside, I'm like, what do you want me to do, oh Lord? What, what should I do? What Sprocket, is my duty? You're hearing this from the other side of this confessional box. You've been told to come to here to find a man named Raj. Wait, so I'm yellow at the moment. So I'm Isabella. You're Isabella at the moment. Praise me for I am God. No, it was my. That's just. So that's just spark. <laughs> I don't know. It's just gonna be my voice, I think, or close to it. Just do a higher pitched voice, maybe. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> okay. Oh Lord, your voice is much more high pitched than I expected. What do you want me to do? Well, you see, I have actually uh, taken uh, the form of... You. Oh, wait, no, I don't know. You've only got one testicle. I was going to say, I've only got one testicle. That's why my voice has gone higher. But, um, um, I want you to go and steal lots of money and bring it to me. If that's what the Lord wishes, it I is. will oblige. Sprocket, we're going to make a fortune. Fuck, you're fucking good at this. <laughs> Thank fuck that Quentin bastard's gone. <laughs> fucking hate that shite. You know who yeah, can hear you? Raj can hear all of this. Oh. Anyway, oh, is God talking to himself? Oh yes. my God, I can hear his thoughts. <laughs> Lord praise me, Lord praise us all. I can't think of anything funny to say! <laughs> <laughs> right, in that case, screen once again goes black. Um, and there's a couple of people <laughs> so that, um, that get gathered. Um, but it's, it's about a week later. Um, the two, two days before... Uh, wait. It's about a week later. And the, well, the five, four of you, Spark, and two other people, um, well, no, okay, I'm going to restart that, I messed that up. Okay, so it's, it's a few days we, later. Sorry, do you want to say something along the lines of how we've, what we've been doing for the last week, because we've probably bonded or something and sort of got... Oh, yeah, this, so, you spent the, uh, the last few days gathering uh, one or two people, and you spent probably quite a lot of time in that one in you met Spark in you've everyone that you've gathered like, given fuck with Sparkett going back there I'm sorry but she was a creepy shite <laughs> no you've, you've been bought the nicest rooms in the inn Spark's Ooh. actually paying for it fuck um, and it's about a week later or so and you've gathered all but one of the people on the name but Spark says she'll cover it cool um, and the 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 uh the six of you, including Spark, okay. are sitting in sort of a room. And there's one other person in the room, this, the sixth member, is sitting in the corner. There's only four of us. Yep. So there's two so there's other members. Oh, she. Spark is Spark one. Is one. Oh, okay, okay. fine, fine. Um, and there's one other person in, in the corners, in the corner of the room, in the shadows, is a, a very tall elf. He seems The shadows seem to cling to his body. He's got a hood all the way up. Um, covering everything, he's like you can barely even see him, even though it's bright outside because he met, like blends into the darkness so well. And you mm. know this man as Damien Darkbladeson. 
Damien Darkbladeson. He's a uh, named after Damien Dark, the DC <laughs> character. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, uh, Is that the season of Arrow you're on? <laughs> no, no, just the one I just finished. <laughs> um, he he's he was the last person on the list that you were able to find, mm-hmm. um, and he's he's a well known. Well, he's just well known. He does kind of odd jobs um, for anyone and anything, anything to earn himself money, but he's known to be incredibly deadly. Uh, can kill a man from across the room with one knife. Um, that kind of person. And he's sitting in the corner kind of brooding in a bro- in a way that only a, a drow can brood. Um, so he's a dark elf. Um, oh, okay. Oh dear. And uh, Spark kind of looks at you um, and uh, She's just like, so uh, we're just uh, waiting for our last member um, before I'll give you the details of the job. Okay. My I'm, currently I'm Isabel. really disconcerted. Your currently Isabel. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm going to go for Welsh, I think. Cool. Oh my god. <laughs> the sexiest voice of all. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Spark. I'm really fucking disconcerted that you're getting us to hire all of these fucking people and you're not telling me a fucking thing. Sparket. I'm afraid you don't have much of a choice but to trust me. Here. As 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 that happens, as a on the door, and in walks someone that you probably recognise from posters around the town. A very very large half orc walks. Oh into fuck! The by the name of Thorkelson, Halston Thorkelson, to be precise. Um, he walks in. Pulls up a chair, sits down, and as he sits down, basically the whole floor goes boom and shakes. Because this man is a fuck like the mount like the mountain size. Okay. Um, with a bit more muscle on him because he's a half orc. Okay. Um, he's our big boy. Um, and he kind of sits down, and with that, Spark gives him a we nod and kind of looks at the rest of you. So we're uh, ready to begin. I turn to Clanker's like he's so much fucking uglier than the posters. Oh he fuck! Looks, he's another, he's with he, us. He looks at <laughs> you and says. Probably true. Oh, did he hear that? <laughs> He's just oh. sitting next to you, dude. Oh, right. <laughs> okay, now I'm not going to say Sprock. I, 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 I look up to him. Sir, how many balls do you have? He looks at you and says, Three. I call half orcs. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> actually. I do now. Oh. <laughs> There's like a glisten of respect in my eye because. I've only known people with two balls, but three blow my mind now. Oh my god. Do you uh, think you could spare one? Or is that what gives him his championship status? Yeah. So, um, uh, Spark looks to the group and says, Well, um, I've gathered you here today to, um, for a job proposition. Um, as you know, Thorkelson here is going to be uh, taking part in the fight of the century pretty soon, which gives us and well, specifically me and my organization, an opportunity mm-hmm. that I think you all can help with. You're not, I'll be honest, you're not the first pe- people I choose for the job, but with the short, you know, timeline, you're what I've got, it's particularly Sprocket. In particular, owes my, my organization a lot of money. And this, with this, the debt's cleared. And you'd know you owe them like, Maybe ten, gr- ten I'm grand. I'm in. Fucking hell, Maybe I'm ten in. Grand, yeah. The uh, Thorkerson here is going to be a distraction. He's going to keep the fight going on for a long time, which will keep a certain governor of the city 
busy or we steal something from his vault. Ooh, I'm what are you in. saying? My ears twitch. I, <laughs> I fucking love a good hoist. As long as there's a chance to steal something, I'm up right there. Perfect. I'm glad to hear about it. Um, so, here's the plan. While he's distracted, there's one important thing. Most of the guards are going to be at the fight around the city. Most of the time they just keep him protected. Um, but we don't really know much about his compound that he lives in. So the first order of business is find something out about that. So who wants to find, scout out the location of the heist? Probably not the big glowing bastard. <laughs> who wants to do that? Who wants to go to the palace and have a look around? I, I can do it. And I just kind of jump in front of her and sit like a cat. In front cool. Of her. So, screen wipes again. Oh, I don't know if I can trust. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> screen wipes and knocks rocket off the screen. We see, uh, we see um, Smokey drop over the um, the wall of the palace. It's a very high wall that, with her tabaxi skills, able to climb any surface. Basically, um, she was able to scale easily, and we see her drop down into the bushes like. Superhero pose, obviously. We see her drop down on the other side of this, and you're in this big compound in the middle of the. Um, you're in maybe so it's maybe a mile on either side, like a big square. Um, on one side of this, there's uh, sort of like a big round coliseum built into the wall, um, which is where the fight will be going on. Mm -hmm. um, and but in the middle of this big mile square is in the middle of these beautiful gardens like your nostrils are filled like especially as you're a cat like you're filled with like various aromatic compound like aromatic smells of mm -hmm. um, like massive flower beds uh, like rose bushes as tall as like a giant all those kind of things like, this is a very very well kept garden um, and in the dead center of this massive gardens is a big three story mansion essentially mm -hmm. um it's maybe uh 500 feet to a side square um and you can probably see there's a few windows open on it but mm -hmm. in between there and you some patrolling guards maybe four or five of them mm -hmm. walking around these gardens mm -hmm. do you want to roll stealth hmm no yes <laughs> <laughs> let's see stealthy stealth 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 fuck i got a one <laughs> Good. I fucking told you she wasn't up for the fucking we, we, job. What can I do? That's the other thing I can do. So as you drop down into these bushes, you <laughs> land on a twig and it snaps loudly. And some of these guards kind of look over towards where you are and start wandering over towards you. With a, with a one, I suppose you didn't land on her spine and it snaps loudly. Yeah. <laughs> or she lands in a tree and like gets caught in a tree by her cloak. <laughs> so what are you uh, gonna do? Uh, stress. Right. What? You always say that. You always say it as an accidental. Incidental. Like you're accidentally oh, yeah, riding. Yeah, yeah. Can, can you do that? Yeah, as part of the cunning action thing. Well, you you, uh, you, yeah, we're it. not in initiative, so if you want to hide. Yes, please. Um, so yeah, do you want to roll stealth again? You kind of dash away out of where you are. I got a 17. Oh, that's better. So um, as these um, guards are walking over towards you, uh, they kind of come to the 
you're in probably the corner of the compound and a, a group of five of them, all the ones you could see are walking towards this compound, um, the corner of this compound. Um, and you see an opportunity and you dart between the rose bush you're in and the one over there, actually managing to get past the guards as they were kind of walking past you to, mm -hmm. about to find you. Kind of like a clear shot from where you are to the mansion at this point. Mm -hmm. Do you know what my plan was if I got caught? Was it probably like puss in boots? So do it like guys. Big eyes like my, my, my parents. I can't, I, I can't find them and stab them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so it's a murdering seven-year-old. Good. No, good. she just she would just hurt them and then escape. Um, yes, I would like hurt make, them to death. <laughs> make a dash towards the um, flower bed using acrobatics. Cool. Do you want to roll acrobatics? I would. Yes, please. That is a 25. Awesome, so yeah, you see your opportunity to make it and you just start sprinting. Uh, you're like, the top of your, like, probably faster than you've ever ran before because there's these five very heavily armored guards right behind you, oh, five scaring you. I can't fight that Yeah, um, You sprint and you like dart and dive round these bushes, um, jump over a massive um, pond in the middle, uh, jump from stepping stone to stepping stone and in about 20 seconds you make it a few hundred meters to the edge of this vast building. Mm -hmm. um, you're now kind of at the bottom of it and there's maybe a, one or two open windows up at the top. Can, as I was doing that, can I have grabbed a few flowers all the way and put them in my backpack? Of course you can. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm hoarding shit. <laughs> yes, and then... Or some catnip. <laughs> oh, oh, you're a cat burglar. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Um, yes, then I'd like to, how far are one of the open windows? Um, two stories up. Can I climb that? Which is 20 feet up. I can climb that. You can climb that. I would like to climb up to one of the open windows. Cool, do you want to just roll me acrobatics quickly? Mm. That would be a 23. Yeah, buddy, great. You make it very quickly, kind of just scrambling up the wall, your claws digging into the sandstone that makes it up, mm -hmm. and you're up at the window and you're kind of in. Um, you come out actually in the upper window of a, a two-story room. Um, like it's kind of a big ballroom um, and with like a balcony around the side that you're now kind of on and down at the bottom are some guards kind of wandering around and um, you see a very tall very sort of angry looking um, elf in very very fine clothes briefing his guards there's a couple people um, one of them looks particularly like like, uh, looks like he's of a higher station than the others, mm -hmm. and he's the one being directly talked to. Just to say, this is the um, the elf in question. Okay. Mm. Fancy fuck. Yeah, he's a fancy fuck. Oh, God. Um, he is walking around with a bit of wine in his glass, and he's kind of walking around, and he, he looks at his like captain of the guard. Um, he says, uh, Is it like the captain of the guard has, like, gold detailing? Yeah, so he's wearing guards, and he has some gold detailing. He's, uh, so, I should probably say, the captain of the guard is a... Um, he's a dwarf, fairly stout, um, fairly old, big, grey, bushy beard. Um, he does look pretty old for a dwarf, um, but he's wide. Mm -hmm. Like, he's probably as wide as he is tall. Like, oh, okay. Um, of pure muscle, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's not what I mean. Unless that's sculpted onto his armour, which it might be. Um, and you, you see the, uh, the man that you probably would know as Styrene. He's the, probably the governor. Mm -hmm. um, says to him, it's like, these are the uh, preparations for the fight. It's, it's very important to me. It's, uh, as you know, I'm, I love 
the big fights. And the champion is well personally sponsored by me, so he better win because well, I've got a lot of money riding on this. And <laughs> so uh, make sure to keep the peace, will you? Uh, you'll be here. You can't leave my premises, and you'll have a bit of a guard, so keep the place safe. But most of them will be over at the fight. Um, and uh, here are the uh, here's the details of the security during the fight. He like kind of hands over this uh, document of papers to the captain of the guards, and the captain of the guards. Are, Thank you very much. He's very deep voice. Um, Thank you very much. Uh, of course, sir, of course. And, the uh, elf kind of walks away and the um, dwarf kind of looks at them and just kind of slaps them in the face, like into the chest of some other guard and is just like, you deal with this. I can't be bothered. I need a drink. And walks <laughs> off. Like um, this guy. Like yeah, this guy. <laughs> so we'll kind of, do you want to roll a sleight of hand and we'll kind of leave it there? Is there anything worthwhile stealing in the ballroom? There definitely would be. Anything that would go noticeable? I think worthwhile stealing for you is sort of a anything. different deal for the worthwhile stealing <laughs> yeah. for other people. Like, no, there'd she be... likes everything. You like stole anything. a candle earlier. <laughs> anything be... that's different. So you have no standards is what you're trying to say. <laughs> um, there's a big chandelier in the middle of the room. Ooh. You steal a plum. There's... Um, yeah, there's a big bowl of fruit. Raj might be there's... not plum. stealing fruit. <laughs> There's uh, some plates over in the corner, some silverware. There's Ooh, uh, a big carpet. Um, <laughs> Dragon desk carpet. <laughs> you steal the peel from a banana. You peel it and then just take the peel. I'm not right. She likes to steal different there's shit. A, but there's she some lanterns before. Lanterns. Yeah. <laughs> Am I intrigued by lanterns? <laughs> <laughs> I'll steal some silverware and, and a rug. <laughs> And yeah, I'll roll my sleight of hand and hope, pray for the best. That's me 17. Cool, very good. Yeah, you're able to slink over to the um, to the big pile of crockery and silverware and you're able to grab a couple pieces. Um, probably like as you pull a bit of crockery from the bottom, it goes like and like shakes a bit, but you're very, like you did like the table, like the tablecloth trick and kind of swiped it out from oh, underneath yeah. it and managed to get it out. Um, and as you are kind of slinking around doing this, um, one of the guards starts to come around the corner, um, uh, about to see you probably, what do you do? Uh, hide, where's hide? Um, you can probably hide under that table. Hide under the table. Hide under the table, she dashes and hides under the table. It was, what am I rolling for? What am I rolling Stealth. for? Stealth, that is 14. Cool, yeah, you're right next to it, so you dart underneath and the guard kind of clanks up, he's wearing heavy armour, uh, clanks up and he's just like, I'll just put him here, and slaps a pile of papers onto the table above your head. Nice. And then, convenient. stomps off. Right, so I'm just, I just kind of mosey slowly out from under the table, but like my hand just kind of darts up and tries yeah, to grab yeah, it yeah, and nice. snack it under the table. I'd love the, if yeah, this that was works. one of the things that you'd just say, nah, it's not worth it. It's not, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's cool, but it's not a banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> No cool. If I see a cool she knows vase, her job. I'm gonna steal a cool vase. If I see a cool piece of cutlery, I'm gonna steal it. Cause it's <laughs> yeah, you dart your hand out, grab it from underneath, and swipe it under the table, and will the screen the screen wipes the screen, the screen wipe um, the screen wipes, and we go back to the planning room, and Spark kind of looks um, at uh, the, the the group of you and says, uh, and uh, the second point of business would be, well. There's an issue that we don't know where the vault is in the building. We just know it's there. Um, probably need someone to find some information if anyone knows who they could find it out from. Oh, I want to be involved in this. 
I th- I think genuine. Hmm. I imagine that Sprocket and Clanker would be anybody, a double team. Yeah. Anybody got any ideas of who they could uh, ask? Are we doing this sort of like interrogate, like the sort of A team style thing where you know they're explaining the plan and then we cut to the plan happening yeah. whilst yes, we're actually pretty much. So yeah. this, okay, right. Okay. So we're sort of now having another conversation before Smokey's gone and done that. Yes. Cool. So is Smokey's technically still in the room discussing yeah, this? This is like before she's done her job. This is like her explaining all the jobs that need done, and as we explain them, we're going to cut to the yeah, jobs. Okay. I like that. I don't cool. This is Alanya getting caught by the guards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, so. I don't mind going to find some information from people. I think we could be pretty good at that. Anybody got any ideas who they could ask? So, um, since Raj, you know, he's been, he's been around this place for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, he knows that the captain of the guard, so... Oh! I know uh, Mr. Belar, Belar Magmahart. He's the captain of the guard. But realistically, he's just a drunkard who always drinks at various pubs through the city and then sleeps on the night shift. So, when you get him when he's drunk, you might get some information from him. That sounds pretty good. I think we should probably, you know, why don't I go with Karimo and you can, um, Sprocket, why don't you just, you know, drink here? Alright, we get a screen wipe. Don't leave me with this crazy bit. And again, the screen in my head. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> screen white. <laughs> not wanting. To. <laughs> it's like a 12-minute movie. It cuts you off the direct before you say <laughs> Um So yeah, we the screen wipes to a. It's, it's, it's a fairly busy, busy street that evening, and um, a very, very drunken, very oldly dwarf kind of just chuck like stumbles out. Clearly, he's been thrown out by the scruff of his neck of this. Um, this very seedy tavern, and he kind of stumbles and catches himself on the wall. And looks around, like eyes half closed, as two as two fairly large men walk over towards him. Well, he's um, a dwarf. He's big As a no, a dwarf and as a dwarf and a very very bright green. Oh no! As a dwarf and a very very bright green. Uh, Warforged walk over towards him. He looks up and like, Oh, you're fucking big, aren't you? Yes! Oh, I like him. <laughs> and he throws up over um, uh, Clanker's feet. <laughs> Them fighting words! Well, I'll fucking kill you. And he goes to swing. Okay. Roll initiative. Okay, sick. Oh, fuck. I'm gonna roll my green dice. So I'm gonna go color code it. Uh, I got a 19, which is plus one, so I got a 20. I got a 17. Alright, I rolled well. I should, this is probably a good um, point to mention, I am playing a Berserker mm-hmm. for all of them, and they're just playing different subclasses of Berserker, so... No, Gherkin, you're playing a Barbarian. Barbarian, sorry, Barbarian. So, um, Gherkin's a Berserker. Um, uh, yeah, so Gherkin's fighty-fighty. Um, uh, Quentin is a... Sort of more... Storm... Soul, something like that, sort of yeah. Thing. Yeah, and then... Um, Yes, it's Storm Aura, and then uh, we're playing Isabella as Totem Spirit and Gherkin's yeah, friend. she's too. a Totem Aura, yeah. Just to give a bit of variety between them. And they all have, like, different stats, yeah. which I'm... Slightly different stats, gonna try and struggle is colour-coded, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, yeah, you get you see him about to swing, and Gherkin's able to react in time. What does he do? Punches him in the face. Cool. Oh, I have a great axe as well, but I don't think I'm going to go <laughs> quite there yet. <laughs> I think I was saying your punches count as a d4, um, because you're big. Yeah, I made a medal. Uh, so roll the attack. Uh, that is a... Just plus strength. Plus my strength? Yeah. That's a 21? Yeah, you get him fucking hard. Roll <laughs> a d4 damage. Three? 
plus your strength. Six. <laughs> right. He you you he goes to swing for you, and you kind of just standing there, just like your arms were hanging down at your side, and you just kind of backhand him <laughs> upwards, and you knock him backwards. His head hits the floor, and he kind of looks up, and just like you're, f- you're a fucking strong one. Yeah, young. <laughs> you win. What do you want? God. Um, <laughs> um, what is Grog? Grog's a drink. Grog's a drink. <laughs> I think three he's probably drank it all already. <laughs> I, I can drink. I don't need yeah, to. Yeah, he can drink. He I can't have taste to. it. You can't get drunk. I can't get drunk. Yeah. I can't taste it. Um, so he passes out. Oh, good. <laughs> and so what are you going to do with his body? Well, you you know, well, Raj would know he needs to get information from him. So Raj, being the amazingly kind yet very stupid cleric that he is, decides to use his level one cure wounds (laughs) 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 on the captain. Have you not got a cantrip? (laughs) Well, even if I did, I wouldn't use it. What do uh, do dwarf? (laughs) I I touch him Mm -hmm. in the most appropriate place possible. On the shoulder. His balls. (laughs) (laughs) You touch him with something that you yourself will never know. He just wants to go right. Now that he knows that some people can have three, he just wants to check everyone. (laughs) So I need to roll. There's no consent. Specializing testicular magic. (laughs) Wait, help. Oh, this is the. D4, it's the triangle one. Oh, wait, 1d8 plus, plus 3. Yeah. Plus three. So I roll 1d8. I got 4 plus 3. I heal him for 7. So, well, you know. He's, he's back at pretty much full health. Um, and he kind of wakes up and he's like, he pats your hand on his board and he's like, thank you, Father. <laughs> um, and kind of like puts his hand out for you to go with him, for like you to help him up from the floor. All right. And a dwarf we take with. Take with. Yes, yes, let's uh, take him. Let's um, take he him puts a hand place. out to both of you and you can kind of like... No, I pick him up and put him over my shoulder. <laughs> All right, sorted then. Um, Do you put him on your shoulders but he's just lying backwards? I just love that this pub is just... Has anyone noticed that we've just been knocked out and then stolen the guard... Like, the guard is, the guard. This is the guard. The caliber of guards in this city. This is Cerulea on a Friday night. No one <laughs> It's not so too dissimilar bad. to Glasgow. <laughs> yeah, it's not. <laughs> um, so where'd you take him? <laughs> take Ali. Ali. Let's let's take him down the side alley. Yes. People just think we're raping him. It's fine. Oh good. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we, we don't actually rape. No, no, no. <laughs> that okay. is unholy. I am not the man I used to be. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so yeah, you take him into the side alley and he's like, oh, I don't live here. I don't live here. Actually, Where that's a good point. You probably, like, sympathise with not being the man you used to. <laughs> Where are we? We're, so we're... And he kind of pats Clanker on the head. You're metal. You see? I forgot why I'm just lifting him up. Why are you metal? Guy. <laughs> uh, <okay>. What? <laughs> Why, why, metal? What? Alright, I get it. What do you want? Well, you, priest, what do you want? For for holy purposes, uh, <laughs> for 
for the emperor for his wishes. Really, yeah, yeah. I want to find out where the vault is. So. <laughs> the vault. His for vault. holy purposes. His vault. Mr. Sparky says I'm not allowed to ask questions. <laughs> yes, I like Sparky. Because <laughs> you're scary. Oh, yeah. yeah, scary! Uh, roll intimidation. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> good well, intimidation. You're all higher than your impression was there. <laughs> um, he's just thought like, oh yeah, I am scared. <laughs> um, uh, 14. Uh, yeah, he looks at was like, oh, oh, fuck me. <laughs> I'll tell you anything. The vault, I'll tell you who the vault is. I'll tell you who the vault is. <laughs> <laughs> um... And he kind of goes off on one. He's like, oh, "It's a fucking stuttering. He's a dick." I took this job because I don't have to do anything. So the vault, the vault, is a secret. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> I shouldn't know where it is, but it's in the fountain in the courtyard. Behind the waterfall. Ooh. That's all I know. He goes in there with magic items and comes out without. Then he throws it up all over you. <laughs> and the screen will wipe. <laughs> and we'll be back in the room. Uh, Why does it wipe with like a mop? No, it <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>